How's everybody doing this morning? Oh, this sounds good. Okay, I like this. Yes. First of all, give it honor to God. You know, without him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be standing here in front of you um, this morning. Um, first of all, I have a, um, my wife is going to sort of, I have a tendency to talk a lot. And so she's going to be, that's my wife in the front row right there. And so I know I have about 10 minutes. And so she's going to move her glasses if I'm going a little bit too. And she's going to go like this if I'm a little bit longer. So, <laughs> so but um, being back here at Cal Lutheran, I, I love it because, um, my daughter's here, you know, class of 2012. I'm class of 1977. My wife is class of 19. Well, she won't, she don't want us to tell, but it's 1978. So, but I'm, I feel honored to be here to talk about um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. What I'm gonna do first is I'm gonna give a little saying and I'm gonna sort of talk to you guys and, and get it going. Um, the power of one individual to take, uh, the power of one individual to make a change happens equates to Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Regardless of the storms that came into life, Dr. King did not give up or turn back. This morning, I'm here to tell you to let the storms in your life stop from making, don't let the storms in your life stop from making progress. I also want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to um, be here to talk to you guys. You know, what happens a lot in life is that the storms will come and we have a tendency to, um, to stop, stop moving. Uh, in Dr. Martin Luther King's um, struggle, he kept on moving despite any trials and tribulations in his life. Uh, he, he actually preached nonviolence. And by preaching nonviolence, even though the things got rough, he basically um, set up, giving me the opportunity to be here today. Um, uh, January 15, 2010, uh, Dr. King would have been 81 years old. Um, we celebrated his birthday on Monday because he was one of the principal leaders in American civil rights movement. Dr. King did not let the storms in his life stop him in his movement from equality and justice. In thinking about how I could express the impact of Dr. King's works, um, I had three key, three key uh, words came to mind, and you might want to write this down, Gabriella. Okay, it's called um, teach, trust, and dream. Okay, you got that? Teach, trust, and dream. Um, the teach. What I'm going to do, I'm going to explain a little bit about each factor. Uh, the teach factor, learn from others and listen to those who speak words of wisdom. Teach people to love, forgive, and grow. We must also teach people how to get along with each other and judge people not by the color of their skin. Uh, it is important that we focus on the content of the heart and their actions. Believe me, you know, I tell my daughter this on a regular basis. As a college student, um, She's going to face many um, storms and challenges on a daily basis. Some of the challenges are just to get up in the morning and go to class. You know, some of the challenges just to um, avoid some of the people that's going to get you in the, um, put you in the wrong direction. Okay. Uh, the trust factor uh, in Proverbs uh, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In, in, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path, okay? That's the trust factor. Dr. King trusted in God and was obedient to God's word because he leaned on God. He was able to reach the world in his quest for equality. Uh, we, too, must learn to trust in God. Um, I challenge you today to also trust and believe in yourself. 
Don't second guess yourself about what you want to do in life. Trust your instincts. I tell, I'm a college professor at um, Oxnard College, and I tell my students to trust their instincts all the time and walk with, walk with God and you will experience the newness of life. The dream factor, because I'm dealing with, what am I talking about? You have to teach? Good, you pick good, all right. <laughs> and dealing, and dealing, with the, dealing with the dream factor, uh, the sky is the limit. You know, I'm talking to everybody around here, okay? The sky is the limit uh, when God is in your life. Don't be afraid to think outside the box. If someone tells you you can't do it, you know what? Usually when people told me that I couldn't get my doctorate degree, that just, that just motivated me so much. And just to prove, you know, not only them wrong, it's just to prove myself right. You know, because what happens is we have a tendency to um, not really um, give ourselves enough credit. And we need to give ourselves enough credit, because if we give ourselves enough credit, we're able to take it to the whole next level, okay? I said I'm not a preacher now, so okay, all right. Trust in God and, and in big dreams because uh, he makes your dreams a reality. You know, as a high school student, I was basically classified as a person that would, um, that would graduate but go no further, okay? Other than my parents, I did not have many people who believed in me or encouraged me. Uh, one too many times I heard disparaging comments that finally triggered a fire within me. Uh, like Dr. King, I did not physically fight battles, but I decided to take action and prove to myself I would be, able to, I would be a success story. Uh, I refused to just sit back but rely heavily on the teaching from my parents. You know what, it was not until I, I, came, here, I, I came here to Cal Lutheran, um, and I won't say what year, that I encountered um, professors here that really uh, gave me the uh, motivation to do what I want to do. It, uh, I remember the, uh, the late um, Dr. Fred Bowman. Uh, he was my mentor. And um, I remember um, not doing so well on his first exam. I, actually, I failed it. And, uh, and what happened is that he took me to the side and said, you know what, um, Mike, um, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you and I'm going to challenge you how to take my exam. And so I said, okay, what is this guy talking about? So then um, he showed me how to take the, the next exam. He challenged me. He challenged me. He said, you know what, Mike, if you pass this next exam, I'm going to give you a chocolate malt. And that's all it took. You know, all it took for me is to get a chocolate malt, you know. And um, it was like, man, I was waiting for that chocolate malt. And, and, and it, it worked. It worked. He challenged me, and I, you know, I got the chocolate malt, and I was, in, you know, I was able to receive a, a, a B in his class. And that was just a great feeling to me. And Dr. Bowman was like, um, I also learned discipline from him because he was the type of person that his class was at 740. And if you didn't get there on time, he locked you out, you know. And I got locked out one time, and that's all it took. You know, I was the first one in the classroom after that. Uh, so I, I remember that until, you know, and I, I don't, you know what, I, I try to lock out my students, but they keep knocking on the door, you know, so. <laughs> I have to let them in, so I, I, so I, I can't do that, so also I'll get in trouble. But um, also, I played basketball here at Cal Lutheran. Um, coach Belkey was my coach, my mentor. Uh, man, he, I had never met a person, and he's a big guy too, 6'8", and I'm, I won't say anything else. Um, and I was a starting guard as a freshman, and you know, I, I came from uh, Crenshaw High School in, in Los Angeles where we were so used to winning. And so I got here at Cal Lutheran, 
And I, you know, I thought I was, you know, hot stuff. And then uh, I'm dribbling the ball down the court, and Coach Belke just continues yelling at me. You know, Mike, slow down, slow down, bah! I thought he was gonna have a heart attack. You know, but then what happened? I realized what he was trying to do. He was trying to instill that discipline in me to, in order to make it. And and I re, I realized at that time why I couldn't slow down because I can't slow down now. You know, because there's a lot of things in my life that I that we still that I still have to do. And it was just. Um, it was amazing because um, my freshman year, uh, we won um, three games and lost 27. And so that was, um, that was hard. That was hard. But you know what? It made me a better person because at times I wanted to quit. And my mother kept saying, boy, you're not quitting. I paid too much money for you to go to this school, and you are not, you are not quitting. You know, so I didn't quit, and she didn't let me quit. And I'm glad I didn't because, you know what, it made me a better person and you know, it keeps me going to this day. Um, you know, we, we, right now we have people going through um, a lot of trials and tribulations in their life. And um, what we need to do is to um, uh, encourage them to keep, you know, God in their life, you know. And by doing that is just praying for them. And I always ask my students, I said, do you have a support group? And they said, what are you talking about? Somebody that you could talk to. You know, we should all have a support group where you could talk to someone. You know, someone that will, even if you're watching the Laker game, that that person will put down, I mean, will turn off the TV and all of a sudden say, okay, you know what, what can I do for you? That's the kind of support group I'm talking about. And then when you have people like that, um, it really works out for you. Also, you know, what we have to learn to do is to give to people. Um, what I usually do in my church is that um, we feed the homeless on the fourth Sunday, I, I attend True Spirit Community Church. I was um, baptized in the Lutheran Church in the Missouri Senate, and I had to get permission from my mother in order to go to my wife's church, because so, she was very strict. But um, what you have to do is be able to give out and help someone. We, what we do is that we um, feed the homeless there uh, at the Good Samaritan Center in Simi Valley. And, um, you don't realize, and I kept saying to myself, you know, there's a lot of, I didn't realize there's a lot of homeless people here in Ventura County, and there is. And, and when, the sad thing about it is that when you see the children, you know, uh, and I've been doing this for six or seven years now, when you see the children coming up there um, requesting uh, assistance and everything. So my wife is giving me the, the, the eye, so I better hurry up. So um, in closing, she, okay, <laughs> she gave me that look. She moved her glasses, Okay. <laughs> Do your part. Do your part to keep the dream alive. Let his legacy of striving for equality empower you to stand tall. Know that God will uh, be your umbrella in the storm, that he will cover you from the downpour. Okay? But you must also be a part of his life. As you go forward in life, don't forget to teach, trust, and dream. Yesterday's dreams are today's reality. God bless you. Thank you for letting me be here today.